So have you ever called the 45 seconds before your kids wake up a vacation? Then you need some me time. Take some time for yourself with Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies. I love my me time. For me, it's cuddling up with a delicious snack and watching a great movie, especially a thriller. I love thrillers trying to figure out who did it? Milano cookies are truly a treat worthy of me time. They're delicate and crispy with luxuriously rich chocolate in the middle. You really want to keep these just for you. No, you can't have any. I love my Milanos. So remember to save something for yourself with Pepperidge Farm Milano. So have you ever called the 45 seconds before your kids wake up a vacation? Then you need some me time. Take some time for yourself with Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies. I love my me time. For me, it's cuddling up with a delicious snack and watching a great movie, especially a thriller. I love thrillers trying to figure out who did it? Milano cookies are truly a treat worthy of me time. They're delicate and crispy with luxuriously rich chocolate in the middle. You really want to keep these just for you. No, you can't have any. I love my Milanos. So remember to save something for yourself with Pepperidge Farm Milano. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, I, I just can't do church. Uh, dear Stephen Shirley, I am writing you because I need your advice on how to talk to my mom. My mother is a very religious, church-going woman, and I don't share her love for church. I lie to her every Sunday when she asks if I have been to church. I am a Christian, and I believe in God, and I thank him daily for everything that I am blessed with. But I despise church. I don't think church is necessary to have a relationship with God because so many of the churches today are full of pulpit pimps that manipulate women for sex and money. My mom's church is no exception. Her church is full of sheep that follow this pulpit pimp blindly and then after church, they are the biggest hypocrites and most hateful people. I prefer to save my soul by praying in private instead of tithing to these pastors so they can buy expensive suits and cars. Of course, I can't get my mother to see it from my perspective, so I stopped debating the issue with her. It's easier to lie and tell her that I'm visiting other churches on Sunday, when instead I'm watching a 30-minute service on TV and then heading over to IHOP for pancakes. I do have a conscience, though, and I don't want to lie anymore. By the way, I am 37 years old and single. Two pastors at my mom's church have hit on me in the past, and I never told my mom because she's so far gone, she'd blame it on me some kind of way. How can I start a real conversation with her about this without telling, without her telling me that I'm going straight to hell if I don't get my tail back in the church? Please help. Yeah, this is a tough one. It sounds like your mom, you know, is old school. She's brought up in the church, and she doesn't want to hear anything else but that. Um, I, I am glad that you you go to um, you, you go to the TV church, I should say, and watch that for thirty minutes on Sunday, and you have your own relationship with God, which is the most important thing. You say you prefer to do your praying in private and all of that. You do have a relationship with God. You do know God, so that's important that you have that. Um, as far as advice on you talking to your mom, 
Um, can you talk to your mom about other things? I mean, how is your relationship otherwise? I mean, sometimes you just have to sit them down and just let them know. You're 37. You are 37. And at some point, you know, you should be able to have a grown-up conversation with your mom. Respectfully, though, I say. I always say do it respectfully um, because, you know, she's still your mom and you're still her child in her eyes. I know that because I am a mom. But, I mean, you do need to know that we as Christians, we are the church. We are the church. So saying you despise the church, the place we go and worship God, and uh, that's a bit strong in my opinion. Uh, the people who are in the church, they're humans. They're sinners. Uh, you know, they fall short. We're all imperfect. The church is like a hospital for sick Christians who are trying to get their life together. They go, they confess, they repent, their sins. They do all of that. That's what goes on in church. And, and uh, that's why we're called to not put our faith in man, but to put our faith in God. I'm sure your mom has told you that. I'm sure she has. So I, I'm just asking you, please don't condemn all churches. None of them are perfect. Uh, and, and no one's perfect. There are some good ones out there. There's some good churches out there. Maybe just your mom's church isn't for you. Uh, you you do watch a church uh, for 30 minutes, you say, on TV. Maybe you could go there. I mean, there are some ch good churches out there that are going to feed whatever you need, give you what you need. And I just say don't let your bad experiences completely turn you off. Give God another chance. Give your mom. Give the people of God another chance. And sit your mom down and just have an honest grown-up conversation with her about how you feel. Try to get through to her. Steve? Shirley, uh -huh. I don't think you could have given a more complete answer. Just do you, though, Boo. See, Boo wants to do <laughs> Come on, Boo. something else. <laughs> See, Boo, I, I, I ain't that good a Christian. I'm not in the soul-saving business. <laughs> if you tell me that you looking forward to going to hell, <laughs> I... Say congratulations. What? <laughs> I say congratulations and walk away in case you try to go to hell now. I don't like talking to people like this who say stuff that they despise the church. I got, you know, what I ain't about the people. Shirley said it best of all. I can't top nothing Shirley said here. Shirley nailed it. Church is for sick people. Everybody's sick. Ain't nobody perfect. Now you mad because you got hit on by two of the pastors down there. You don't want to tell your mama because your mama crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. You know that there's church people. Shirley said, sit down and have an adult conversation. You know how this conversation going to go. It's going to get all back to the Bible. You ain't finna have no regular conversation with no old committed Christian. Everything they say going to get you right on back to what she wants you to hear. And the majority of it is going to be true, but that ain't the conversation she want to have. So how do you talk to your mother? Organ? Organ. Cicero. Oh. Ah, uh, Cicero. Please. I Here it is. <laughs> I, I didn't hear the R in Oregon. There I didn't know what you were saying. We are here today. Mm. And we are not supposed to be here today 
Because today is Tuesday. That's right. We were here yesterday doing complaints, but mm. today we're doing strawberry letters. That's right. The title of this letter is, <laughs> and I repeat this letter verbatim, I just can't do church. Mm. Mm. I don't know who the hell she thought she was writing into. <laughs> but we here. And mm. when we come back, the title of my sermon is I I can't do church. Hold on, let me change it. The title of my sermon today is gonna be You Can't Do Church. Mm. I can't do you. <laughs> I, know. Oh, I know that's right. Yeah. Well, All wait. right. <laughs> just do you, boo. Uh, let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. I just can't do church. I just, I just can't. This woman wrote in today. <laughs> yes. Said, "Dear Steve and Shirley, I, I need advice. Mm. My mother, very religious, church going." I've been to church all my life, but I, I despise church because I don't think church is necessary. Have a relationship right. with God. <laughs> Who is you to be making such an accusation of claims? Uh, they are full of pulpit pimps that manipulate women for sex and for money. Not all churches are like that. You need to understand that there's some good men of God out there, some good women of God out there that ain't in it for the money and ain't in it for the sex. That's where you're so wrong. But now you think that they are the biggest hypocrites, most hateful people. I prefer to save my soul by praying in private instead of tithing to these pastors. You done let the devil trick you? Devil got you thinking you ain't got to leave your house. You watching the sermon on TV. Well, that's the same thing Steve do. But that ain't got nothing to do. Steve ain't wrote no letter in. <laughs> Steve already know he ain't going to hell with no damn strawberry letter. Talking about he despised the church. Devil done tricked you and got you to write in to the wrong person. You ain't no Reverend Motown going to be in him on him. Now let us begin with the sermon today. All right, what's the sermon now? Uh, you can't do church. You can't do church. And I can't do you. <laughs> and I can't do yes, you. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. I, 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 I can't do you if you ain't here. You can't hear me if you ain't sitting out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go on. You've been watching TV 30 minutes on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Watching TV, then heading over to IHOP for pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I sure would like to know what IHOP you pancaking at. Mm-hmm. So I could bring the word to you over there. You don't like going to church, but you like going to IHOP. <laughs> IHOP, the International House of Pancakes. I had a church name, IHOP, the International House of Prayer. It was called IHOP 2. Well, I hop over there and your pancakes will be prayer. International House of Prayer is what I named the church. International well, House of Prayer. Man. You 37 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
single. Yeah. Ain't got no kid. Nobody. Ain't got no family. Right. Got nobody to look out for you. Mm-hmm. Now you done wrote in a letter. <laughs> Talking about the church ain't this. I can't do church. Well, you can't do church and I can't do you. Right. Maybe you need to come to church. Yeah. Get one of these fine choir boys. That's right. I'm talking about ones that's in the male quartet. That's right. Brother Cleophas de Salomo III is available. (laughs) Did you say Cleophas de Salomo III is available? He only 58 years old. He ain't been married either. I didn't know he was still with us. He ain't got no kids. Wow. Now, walk kind of bad, but you ain't got no man at all. De Salomo. Brother Cleaver, he walked bad. He was coming down the aisle in the church vent. Uh, pop fell through the floor. <laughs> he broke his knee what? off. He it was coming down the aisle at the church, and he stepped in the vent, <laughs> and it snapped his knee back. Now, that's why he walked bad. Reverend. <laughs> that's, but he's available. He's a, a lot of good men at our church. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brother Junior's down here at the church. Amen. Brand new member. <laughs> Boy, flying today. Just lovely young man. That that he's 39 years old. He's available. Has no children. Uh-huh. You know, you can be dating Brother Junior down here at the church. Come on, girl. Fine young man. That's <laughs> nice. Everybody, you know, does. He's already done a cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> So he ain't full of nothing, Pastor. He ain't full of nothing. He done got it all out. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I said, come on. Hey, uh, brother Junior's a fine young yeah. man. Just be down there, Junior. And he wants to go come in. I had a, 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 a private conversation. He came to my office for consulting the other day. Did he? And came in there for counseling mm-hmm. and uh, telling me that the pastor, I'm ready to come on in. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm tired mm-hmm. of being mm. out here. How do I stop being mm. the way I'm is? What you telling, Pastor? I told him you got to stop being the way you is. <laughs> Sound advice, you know, uh, hello. <laughs> that's, that's I, it. You know, yeah. I'm the Lord, you, me. <laughs> hey, I went man. on and I told Brother Junior, I said, Brother Junior, you can stop, but you got to stop to stop. Mm. Ooh, that's deep. That's deep. Boy, that's one more time. I said, if you want to stop, you got to stop to stop. Ooh, preach, Pastor, preach. You can't keep going on if you don't go on no more. Ooh, woo. How you going to go on if you don't go ahead? Huh? <laughs> Come on now. You better you shut up. You gonna go home. You better go How you going to go on if you don't go ahead? How you going to lay back if you don't fall down? Amen. Donnie McClurkin said, we fall down, but we get up. I don't. <laughs> Once I fall down, I lay down, roll over, wallow in it. I get it all under my armpits. I like it down there, muddy. Yeah, that, that reminds me of song. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And if it don't shine, just see what other parts you can see. Wow. Mm. Whoa, That's our okay. sermon. You, you can't do church. 
I can't do you. <laughs> All right, guys. Look, we thank you, Pastor. We got to get out of here. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. My name is Shapiro Wells. For the past four years, I've been trying to figure out how my 22-year-old son, Courtney, wound up with a bullet in his back outside a Chicago police station. There's what you hear on the news that Courtney got shot, then drove himself to the station where officers did everything they could to help him. And then there's the truth. Listen to somebody on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From iHeartRadio and Tribeca Studios, this is Fierce, a podcast about the incredible women who never made it into our history books and the modern women carrying on their legacies today. I'm your host, Joe Piazza. Each week, we're bringing you the story of a groundbreaking woman from the past who made huge contributions to the present, but whose name still isn't on the tips of our tongues for whatever reason. Changi Sao. She outclasses every other known pirate by every metric you would use to discover success. Phyllis Wheatley. She published a book when she was at most 20 years old while she was still a slave. I mean, it's really a kind of astounding story of her life. At the end of each episode, I'll be joined by a woman living today who's standing on the shoulders of this historical woman, whether she knows it or not. Join us for Fierce and let us expand your world with a few of the women who should have been included in your history books. Listen and subscribe to Fierce on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.